Welcome to the Mag Mutual Podcast. This is Steve Adubato. The Mag Mutual Podcast deals with a range of healthcare topics and trends. Our goal, for those of you who have been following us or for first-time listeners, our goal is to ensure a safer practice environment for all physicians. We're joined today by Matt Cato, who works in the claims department at Mag Mutual. Matt assists physicians with allegations against their practices and care. He specializes in cyber and federal regulatory proceedings, um, specifically also dealing with CMS, federal government, CMS audits, uh, AK, you're going to explain all these acronyms in just a moment, AKS, FCA allegations, and alleged Stark law violations. Matt, good to have you with us. Good to be here. A lot of acronyms with the government, correct? Just, just a little bit of alphabet <laughs> soup for everybody to get started first thing in the morning. Yeah, let's do this. Uh, CMS is? CMS is the Center for Medicaid Services. They're kind of the big federal regulatory body that oversees Medicare and Medicaid billing. AKS? The AKS is the anti-kickback statute. It's uh, basically one of the big no-no words you don't ever want to see come across your desk. And C, excuse me, FCA allegations, FCA? Uh, the False Claims Act. It's usually part and parcel with the anti-kickback statute. It provides the federal government most of its authority to investigate alleged improper billing with Medicare and Medicaid. Now, the Stark Law, I'm going to assume, is named after a member of Congress. Uh, we would we would wish. Um, no, the uh, <laughs> the Stark Law is actually named after its uh, its preeminent case, but uh, it it deals with basically um, positions in ownership. Pos- uh, positions of ownership and authority for outside clinics, uh, testing labs, and the government is very frowned upon to um, have a physician both working at a clinic and own a outside vendor that they uh, refer to. It's kind of, you know, double dipping for want of a better term. I stand corrected. Thank you, Matt, for clarifying. <laughs> Describe your role at MagMutual. So I am an assessment analyst with MagMutual's claims department. Uh, Like we mentioned, my specialty is in cyber and regulatory proceedings. My job is to help with the first contact with the claim, uh, let the providers know that we have it, we see it, and we're working on it, but also help them understand the claims process, the documents they're looking at, and the next steps in dealing with an incident, whether that's retaining counsel, uh, waiving a bill, or anything in between. Um, Let's talk about audits. There are all kinds of different audits. Uh, Billing audits. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, First of all, what's a billing audit? So there are multiple types of billing audits that providers will receive, especially if they're sending it to Medicare, Medicaid, or any state variation of that. The billing audit is the government sending a letter saying you, the provider or the practice, have been identified as an outlier, and we have a reason to question your billing, and we're going to take another look at your medical records. All right. Let's go through this. How the heck does a physician get selected to be audited. So the first things first is usually a physician will be selected based off the data that they're providing to Medicare, Medicaid. What you have to understand about the federal reg system is it's not just one person behind a desk, even though it feels like it sometimes. It's multiple agencies working together, sharing data, talking to one another. And what happens when audits come down the line is at least one, maybe multiple agencies have said, this doctor's billing is standing out to us. We can't tell, you know, they're seeing a lot of patients in one day or this code for this particular medicine is used pretty frequently as compared to their peers in the field. Those usually uh, change into one of two types of audits that we see here at Mag Mutual, a targeted probe and education audit or a 
full billing and overpayment audits. Hmm. How exactly does a physician get notified? How does a physician know that the physician is, quote, involved in an audit? So the first thing that the physician is going to receive is a letter from CMS or one of their agencies, and it will have CMS, Peach State, WellCare, or the letterhead. And it will come across as an initial medical record request. It'll say, you know, CMS has identified some kind of irregularity in your billing. We just want the medical records to back up that billing. That's going to be the first letter that comes across everybody's desk. Okay, so I'm going to talk, we'll talk in a moment about how a physician or how most physicians do respond and react and how they should, but are there different types or different, quote, levels of audits? Yes. So there's, so in the federal realm, they'll either see the TPE, the Targeted Probe and Education, or right. CMS uh, post-payment audits. Occasionally, there's a prepayment audit if the government is really saying, no, hold on, you're really, you know, the, the paperwork you submitted says you're seeing 300 patients in one day. That's just not feasible. There's no way that's happening. Um, but if you go down to the state level, uh, for example, Georgia Medicaid overpayment audits also exist. They function really similar to their federal counterparts, and they, they have a couple uh, nuances depending on whether or not it's an automated audit, uh, complex desk, complex onsite, or special it's a whole bunch of uh, words that basically say how involved is the government actor being when they're reviewing the audit. Are they looking just at the medical records? Are they cross-referencing with the billing paperwork? Or you know, do we have someone who's quite literally on the other end of the line waiting to get these documents? And then the last kind is commercial payer audits. These are kind of what we see a lot of nowadays in MagMutual. They're fairly common and usually involve at least one scrutinized CPT billing code. Doctors submit these codes alongside their Medicaid, Medicare, Medicaid billing uh, to CMS. And those codes refer to specific practices or medicines that the doctors are using. Uh, some good examples in recent years are the opioid epidemic that was tied to a specific CPT code. And now we're seeing a large uh, increase in amniotic product testing in the Southeast region specifically. That CPT code has also come under high scrutiny from the federal governments. You know, Matt, you've, met, you've identified a variety of different types of audits, levels of audits. So I know that the answer to this is going to vary depending upon the kind of audit or the level or uh, the kind of audit we're talking about is, but how overall, how concerned should a physician be if the physician is notified that they are in fact being audited? So physicians should be able to appreciate the seriousness of, you know, when CMS shows up, they're kind of the big, scary federal boogeyman. It's a, it's a serious matter and it should be treated as such, but it's not panic worthy just because the letter comes in the door. Uh, MagMutual is equipped to handle this as the provider's insurance carrier. And we have plenty of counsel who specialize in these matters specifically. They're aware of any and all legal deadlines, what we should and shouldn't say, to who and when. And so we treat it very seriously, but we shouldn't panic at the same time. Mm. Talk to your colleagues or talk to the physicians, the insured physicians of MagMutual listening right now. What should the, their first steps be if they are in fact audited? So the first best step is to send an incident report to MagMutual. 
uh, you can send that to incidents at MagMutual along with an accompanying incident report. And you can mark on that incident report, hey, this looks like an audit. It'll come to my desk and I'll review it and be able to provide an informed response of, yes, this is an audit and here's what we're going to do to help you. Or, no, this is a general medical record request and we appreciate the scrutiny. Uh, From there, if we have to get counsel involved, I'd be happy to do that on their behalf. And we can all evaluate kind of as as a team what the next steps are and how serious we need to be about approaching this. The bottom line as I'm listening to you, Matt, is that MagMutual has the team that can help any physician who's unsure how to handle that communication from the government. That's correct. <clears throat> yeah, that's right. We can handle it and we'll be happy to look at it. And if it does turn out to be, you know, it's just a standard medical record request, we'll let you know. And if it's an audit, we'll be happy to help you on the other end and explain this is what you're looking at. And here's where we go from here. How long does it usually take? I know it depends upon the type of audit, but for a, a so-called quote, typical audit, how long does it usually take to go through the process? So your average time nowadays is about five years. Uh, CMS and all of their buddies, as big as they like to make themselves out to be, are under a multi-year backlog. Uh, We can expect a lot of periods of hurry up and wait, hurry up and wait. They'll send letters requesting documents, billing records, patient profiles, and anything they think they need. And we, as the respondents, are under a tight deadline for that. And then it goes radio silent for the better part of two, three, four months, however long it takes them to turn it back around. But on average, you can expect about five years, if not longer, depending on how complex the audit is. Last question from my perspective, and and, and I bet there are a whole range of physicians who are tempted. Well, I don't know if this is true, but say someone blows it off. Say someone says, you know, um, I'm not sure this is real or not. And so they don't respond in a timely manner. What are the potential consequences of frankly not responding quickly and appropriately after communicating to the folks at MagMutual. So that is a very big concern. Um, Both the timeliness and the appropriateness of the responses have to be taken into consideration. Audits usually escalate into, at the very least, a small fraud investigation, which is referred to the Office of the Inspector General and the Department of Justice to check to make sure that the physicians and the providers aren't intentionally defrauding the Medicare Medicaid system. Now, again, if we report it to MagMutual and we get counsel on it, we can cut, the, we can nip that in the bud and say, look, at worst, this is a, this is an up. You know, someone forgot to carry the one or hold over the two. But if you leave it completely unanswered, the federal government can begin recoupment proceedings against Medicare, Medicaid billing. They can uh, cut uh, reimbursement on patients. And ultimately, again, uh, eventually an agent is going to show up from OIG at the door and say, hello, we're investigating with for a fraud investigation. And that's kind of a next level proceeding that you really don't want to have happen. Matt, you covered a lot of bases in a short period of time. You responded directly, clearly, concisely in a very helpful way. And uh, thank you so much for joining us. We appreciate it. Of course. Happy to help. That's Matt Cato of the uh, Claims Department at MagMutual. And this has been the MagMutual Podcast. On behalf of the great team at MagMutual, this is Steve Adubato. Thank you so much for listening.